0: Yes, young lady, I am so proud of you making it to the corporate C-suite. You are on your way to the top, and you just have to make sure you play the game. And see, black women in corporate, we know what we mean when I say play the game. It's a combination of don't ruffle feathers, work hard, stand out, and make sure everyone knows your name. Basically, the corporate game and Goldilocks game is one and the same. And if you don't know what that is, no worries, because I'm about to put you up on game. See, be assertive, but not too aggressive. Don't stand out too much, and don't be too unimpressive. Speak up and make your voice heard, but don't be overly expressive. And make sure you're a combination of conservative and progressive. And remember, you have to work twice as hard. Don't be too nice, or they won't take you serious. And don't be too much of an open book, and don't be too mysterious. You must be articulate, poised, and pristine. Be firm, but be personal, because you don't want to be perceived as mean. Sometimes you have to be heard, but sometimes you just have to be seen. Oh, and most importantly, if someone upsets you, do not make a scene. Business first is their mantra. So you have to be about your business. That makes sense, right? You got this. Be whatever they need you to be. Oh, and while doing all of that, try to make sure you stay true to your identity. You can do it, right? I think you're ready. Now go play the game.
1: Wow. (laughs) Let's go. Welcome (laughs) to MJ and the Word podcast. I am MJ. And I am the Word. BJ Word to be exact. (laughs) Let us roll right on in. (laughs) So start with, because I know where I want to start, but start
0: with the inspiration behind the piece. Yeah, so I'll, <laughs> for those who don't know what the Goldilocks dilemma is, right, so it's this term we use in DEI, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, where we talk about, oftentimes for women, and especially women of color, we have to always find this balance between, okay, don't be too much of this, but don't be not enough of that, <laughs> right? Just Be just right. <laughs> be just right. <clears throat> and it's this fine It's like trying to teeter this fine line Mm -hmm. of always trying to be all the things, but not too much of the things, Mm -hmm. right? So I said, don't be too aggressive, Mm -hmm. but you still got to be assertive. Mm -hmm. Don't be too, you know, nice because they won't take you serious, but then you have to still be stern. (laughs) It's just like this never ending game of trying to figure out, okay, how do I navigate this space as a woman in corporate? And still be really successful, just like my male counterparts. Mm -hmm. Usually it's going to be a lot of white men, Mm -hmm. so white male counterparts. Um, And so it's just, it becomes like this exhausting, this exhausting game of, okay, I've made it to this level. Now Now I have to. I got to be on this seat. I got to be. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But it's called the Goldilocks dilemma. And a lot of black women go through it. And I just see it over and over again. I talk to women. Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah you know I'm the only one (laughs) we hear that a lot I'm the only one on this team or I'm the only one on this committee I'm the only one in this leadership position and so I always have to navigate this walk in a tightrope yes all the time exactly that's exhausting as hell It (laughs) it
1: is exhausting and you know what that's the word that came to me even when you were doing the spoken word piece i'm like that is so exhausting it's exhausting (laughs) to to be expected to behave that way and it just just listening to the piece and thinking about this whole topic it just screams to me you don't want me you want your version of me that's it
0: bottom line
1: corporate does not want (laughs) me (laughs) it wants their version of me mm-hmm. a version of me that they are comfortable with that that's it but do the work though I do because the work. I know you got the skill set
0: mm-hmm. I want the skill set I just don't want it wrapped up in you right <sighs> and even that part where I said you know I was trying to be I was coming at it from a mentor right a, another woman who has worked mm-hmm. in that space who's mm-hmm. like oh you got to play the game this mm-hmm. is how you do it you know I was being a little <laughs> dramatic with the act in there but no that that was intentional because a lot of times too for us who have been mentored by others who may have worked in the similar space they tell us like all the things that they think we're going to need to do in order to be successful and basically what's happening is they're passing down this, this ideology mm-hmm. <laughs> that, okay, this is how you have to be to survive. And a lot of it, it comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm grateful for all the mentors I have. I'm sure women have, uh, you know, really great mentors that they're really happy to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at a certain point, it's like, okay, we're passing down this narrative of you have to be all of these things, but not too much of the things. And it's just leading to folks – leaving corporate in droves like a lot of black women they're tired of the game right so it's just like okay at some point we have to look at this and say all right this this isn't working (laughs) for a lot of women like we we tired of this like we don't want to not have to like show up and we can't wear locks and we can't wear braids and we got to do this walk this way don't over talk this person but make sure you speak up it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's never ending and it can be an exhausting roller Mm -hmm. coaster ride Mm -hmm. for women in Mm -hmm. that space and so i'm like we got to make sure that these women feel seen and heard right
1: absolutely because there there has to something has to be said for the fact that everybody's not going to be an entrepreneur right and even when you are you still are going to be dealing with all different types of people and and there are people who will try to make you walk that line and it's your company Mm -hmm. right or they won't they won't deal with you you won't be able to get the loan okay if you don't walk this line in the bank and act a certain way uh you won't be able to to get the grant you won't be able to get this or that you know you'll be discriminated against based on uh your locks or mm-hmm. your <laughs> you know your bold attitude your mm-hmm. we we've seen that even um with certain women who who are bold who are confident in in a um you know social media space and then they get backlash from some of the sponsors or they get cut by a sponsor because of the way you know they're not walking the line they're not you know that goldilocks thing so it definitely is something that reaches all of us mm-hmm. because underneath it all you just
0: don't accept us. That's what that's it is. A, that's just it. When it boils down to <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Because uh, uh, I had somebody reach out to me. Um, they were like, yeah, can you, you facilitate a session on, you know, how people can bring their authentic selves to work? Now, when, in, whenever I get that request, I'm always like, okay. Because <laughs> we know there's limitations on that. Yep. We know that a lot of us can't show up 100% authentic. And right. if we do, it's going to be folks mm-hmm. looking like, Wait, we didn't mean that authentic. Exactly. Wait a minute, that's too authentic. Mm-hmm. You coming up in here listening to trap music and Jeezy and you, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to process this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, it's that's how it is for a lot of black women in corporate. It's like, okay, when you say authentic. <laughs> right. What do you mean exactly? What's going to happen <laughs> if I truly bring all of me, you know, if I come up in here listening to some, some you know you know, Megan T. Stallion. And if I do right. this and I wear my hair a certain way, I mean, what does that really mean? Right. And so whenever I do those kind of trainings and workshops, I have to think about it too, from that perspective, like, okay, what do they mean by authentic? Right. Cause my definition of authentic is like, you know, bring your whole self mm-hmm. with all of your different identities mm-hmm. and how you experience the world, your lived experiences, mm-hmm. bring that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know they don't always look at it that way, mm-hmm. and so I have to always try to like fine tune and figure out like okay, what do they mean by this? Yeah. You know, and so it's just it's just interesting like how we have to always look at things like okay, this is how we perceive it. This is what when we hear the authentic. Right. We think real, right? But what do they mean by real? Exactly. What do they mean by authentic? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Because you know we've we've um, we hear this a lot where. They uh, people will say folks will love our culture but hate us, Mm. okay? And Mm -hmm. I liken that to, you know, it's like a group of people that love hamburgers but they hate cows. Yeah, It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Do you hear yourself? You sound crazy that you love hamburgers. I'm not talking about you going vegan and all that. I'm saying an actual hamburger but you detest cows. (sighs) So you actually just want (laughs) what the cow has. You don't really want the cow. And that is – crazy to me you know and so I think that there something has to be done to where we are a safe space for each other yeah in corporate spaces the few of us that there are Mm. sometimes you know you're the only one in the whole department or whatever Mm -hmm. but we have to learn how to be safe spaces for each other because that burden gets heavy to carry every single day and some people's answer will be, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going to start my own. But some women want to be in the corporate space. Right. they dreamed about that their whole lives. They've worked for that, and they've they climbed up that ladder the hard way. And do they not have a right okay. to be there yeah, and to do. be respected and to be themselves without having to fight for it all the time? Mm-hmm. Come on,
0: bruh. yeah. Now, I'm glad you said that, too. And, like, I, we always say this. We're not anti-corporate by any means. Uh-uh. But, you know, we recognize that for a lot of black women in corporate spaces, it can be hard as hell. Uh-huh. It's like it is a battle some <laughs> yes. days. And um, it's, it's important not only for other women to, like you say, have that camaraderie, but it's also important for corporate organizations to understand, you know, like, yeah. The expectations you put on certain groups mm-hmm. is why you're seeing a lot of turnover. Exactly. The expectations you're putting on certain groups is why you have people who are quiet quitting. Mm-hmm. Or, I think that's the term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quiet quitting. Mm-hmm. They're there, but they're not really there mm-hmm. because they're, they're checked out. They're tired of trying to like be one way. And then you got to be this way in this meeting. Like mm-hmm. that is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Constantly teetering that line.
1: Yes. Yes, it absolutely it's is. It's exhausting. And and I got to say this, too. I mean, because some responsibility has to be on uh, those of us who don't advocate for ourselves in that yes. space. And sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I want us to be more aware of that. Mm-hmm. Be, pay attention to yourself. Because we have a tendency as black women, we're going to go in and we're going to give it 150%, wherever mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Okay? We will keep working without the resources. All right? You, we could be told we need you to build this brick building and we are giving you a butter knife and some peanut butter to make it work. And we will find a way and we make it work and we're not even getting the, the profit from it. Meanwhile, Becky Sue's over here crying and she gets the resources right. because she's crying because mm-hmm. she's making noise and she gets the resources and gets the help. And so sometimes we have to be careful of our own ability to make something out of nothing and- don't do that, okay? Mm. I have I have so many women that I have worked with that I have explained to them: your job does not see a gap because you keep standing in it. Mm. That's why. Well, if I don't do it, it's gonna fall. Is your name outside the building? You own no, that. it is not. You don't own that, so then you might need to let it fall, so those who are above you can see. Hey, maybe this is too much. Maybe we need to get this person some help. Maybe we need to get them the resources that they need so you won't have to keep on doing this this teeter-tottering all over the place. You know right. what I'm saying? Advocate for yourself. That's important, especially yes. if you made it up in your mind, you're going to stay in that corporate space.
0: Yes. And you know what? One, one of the things, too, is I think about – because, you know, I commend the women who have been able to break glass ceilings. Mm-hmm. And I think about all the time, like, what did sister have to go through to mm-hmm. get there? What did mm-hmm. that sister have to go through? Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of women I, I admire. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, the, I think her name is the Sandra Brown Duckett or Brown. I can't remember. She's the CEO of TI crush. She's one of your mm-hmm. sororers. Mm-hmm. And I just hear her say, you know, like, just some really profound things, like, mm-hmm. treat your life like a diverse portfolio. Do mm-hmm. this, do that. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her and all that she has achieved, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, like, inspired by it. But at the right. same time, I always think, like, how many different corporate games does she have to play mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. there? Like, exactly. I, when she walked into a room, I'm sure people assumed she was the assistant and not the CEO. Right. Right. At some point, like, I I bet you there was at least one person who, who engaged with her like, oh, oh wait, she's the, she's leading this whole thing. Oh, okay. You know? And so just thinking about, (laughs) (laughs) right. It's, it's insulting, but it's, it's, it's like reality for a lot of black women when they enter those spaces, people don't always assume like, oh, she's the one in charge. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's the, Mm -hmm. the principal or she's the, the, the CEO, Mm um, and just even thinking about that, like, mm-hmm. what is that like having to teeter that line all the time? Right. And like, I, I would love to just sit down with somebody like her or somebody like, uh, I think it's her name is Rosalind Brewer. She's the CEO of Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be like, okay, sis, tell us the real, the what real. is it really like yeah. having to navigate corporate mm-hmm. at this level? And what all did you have to go through mm-hmm. and what would you advise for other women? Cause I know it had to be a tough road right. and I do come in, women who broke glasses. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and will we ever get to stop having to do this,
0: right. you know what I mean? Probably not. I, when you were talking um,
1: about the two women you just mentioned, I thought about um, Viola Davis mm. and how she's an entrepreneur. That's what, you know, I saw, that's how I see actresses is mm. entrepreneurs. They out here doing their thing, right? They, they are their own corporation but she's still having a fight for her money at yep. this level. Yep. She's, she's talked about that openly in interviews. Like, I'm not getting paid what this person is getting paid. You know, she's she's used examples where people have compared her to top-rated white female, you know, actresses in Hollywood, and she's like, but why are you not paying me like that person? And it's like, dude, at what point do you get to stop having to fight (laughs) you know because if anybody has like you said broken glass ceilings and um shown you their worth i'm gonna save that davis has okay but it's like dude if she's still having to (laughs) go back and forth and then there are so many others in that same space mm-hmm. that I could name that have
0: the same story. Exactly. Cause I guarantee you Meryl Streep don't have to fight that fight. And that's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the name she used. Did she? You know? Yes. Cause she on that level acting wise. is on Meryl Streep's level and I will fight anybody who says she's yes, not. Cause she's yes. a great act. Like yes, she does her amazing. thing in every movie. Um, but, th- but that's exactly right. And it makes me wonder too, like, you know, when you get to a certain point, is it even worth it? Right? Is it even worth it having to fight that battle all Mm -hmm. the time? Mm -hmm. And like, I'm all for, you know, lifting as you climb and, Mm -hmm. you know, break the glass ceiling for the next person. Mm -hmm. But the next person is gonna have to deal with that same (laughs) Goldilocks dilemma Uh of always trying to please multiple people or Mm -hmm. always trying to, you know, teeter this line of, Mm -hmm. okay, don't be too much of this be enough of that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, at a certain point, it's like, that's, that's why I got to the point where I was like, sis, I can break this glass ceiling for you, but I don't know if it's going to be much better for you. Right. I'm going to do everything I can to try to make it better, mm-hmm. but I don't know.
1: <laughs> Especially when the bar continues to be moved. That and part. I think that um, it was um, Michelle Obama who talked about that, that they keep raising the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep, mm-hmm. or keep moving it anyway. Yeah. And then I touch it every time. And then you move the bar. And so even when I'm not being too much of this and not, you know, just enough of that and just right, right here and just right, right here and just so in all these different areas is still not good enough. So at what point do I say, all right, I'm done. Yeah. No more of your glass ceilings. I'm not breaking anymore. I'm going to go over here to my own house. Yeah.
0: And that's okay. And see, this, this is where I have, I'm going to be straight up with you. I have mixed feelings about this right Mm because i know you need representation Mm -hmm. at all levels Mm -hmm. i we you know that's a part of what i do i help Mm -hmm. organizations become more equitable inclusive Mm -hmm. and diverse represent the clients or the customers they serve Mm -hmm. i know it's necessary Mm -hmm. so i know we need some sisters in that c-suite right but then I always feel these mixed feelings like, okay, how are y'all going to treat them when they get there? Right. Though? Like, right. I know I need to help y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we know it, like, mm-hmm. we know that we need to see diverse faces in those rooms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But a part of me always feels like, okay, but are y'all going to set her up to succeed? Right. And it's almost like I want to be like, all right, sis, you know, of course I don't say it, but I want to be like, okay, go into this knowing that it's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah.
1: It absolutely is, and you know what? As you were speaking it, that kind of made me think about um, the expectation. You know, I just kind of <laughs> had an epiphany of I don't know if we should expect it in our generation. Probably you know not. what I mean? Um, the things that um, our people before us did. They, a lot of them didn't get to reap the benefits of it. Yeah. They had to do all that so we could fight in the corporate space because mm-hmm. at one point we couldn't even go in the front door or the corporate building, right. right? We couldn't even go in the front door of the bank. We couldn't even go in the Walgreens, period, mm-hmm. all right? We couldn't even go. We couldn't do any of that. And so now they had to fight for us to be able to get in the space to be the CEO, and now the CEO is in the, face, in the space fighting, but is doing it for future generations. So yeah. we just may not see it. In our generation. But I think somewhere inside, we have to believe that it's going to work eventually. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. sucks.
0: It sucks. But
1: <laughs> if, if we keep going like they kept going, you mm. know, maybe at some point it will get easier and it will get better. And it won't be one of us in the room of 40 people.
0: Right. Yeah. What I would love to see more than anything is for the people who do get to that space that we just i don't know how this would happen but like they're just protected at all costs (laughs) like like and and when i say protected i mean like psychologically Mm -hmm. and like because of the harm that can happen Mm -hmm. when you're Mm -hmm. in those spaces Mm -hmm. because i've seen it firsthand Mm -hmm. i've seen it can take a toll on a person Mm -hmm. if they Mm -hmm. don't have the right support system Mm -hmm. So I, I'm always thinking, like, what can that support system look like for the black women who get to that level? Right. Like, what, what, what do we need to do to make sure that not only they, they survive, but they thrive, mm-hmm. that they flourish, and
1: yep. that they
0: don't have to constantly feel like, all right, I'm, I'm Goldilocks. Yeah. I don't know what to do today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think one of the first things that needs to happen is that we do need to acknowledge that this is trauma. Yeah. Okay? It's trauma. This this is damaging. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't realize that when I was taking some of these things, some of these beatings in corporate spaces, all right? And let me just be clear. If you're not owning your own business, we everything else is corporate in my mind. Everything. I don't care if it's a nonprofit. I don't care if it's a hospital. I don't care if it's government. I don't care what sector. It's all corporate to That's me. Okay. Right, right. Let me just make it plain because they treat you the same. It doesn't matter. Right? So you still gotta play the same game. All right. Yep. And so but I didn't realize how much harm was being done to me uh, mentally as I continued to be rejected and putting my all out there. You're like, I'm giving this everything I have and you're still treating me like crap, right? Mm -hmm. And that can take a toll on you after a while. So I think the first thing or one of the first steps is for people to acknowledge that, hey, this is hurtful. I need to heal from this. And And it's not just about Oh, I left that job. Let me go somewhere else. You know, it's about actually taking the time and the space to heal. You yes. know, one of my uh, psychologist friends told me after I left a position, she said, you need to take some time and not do anything. You, you, you are in a financial position where you can take a little while to just not do anything. Don't mm. rush into another position yeah. because of what you've been through there, right? And... I halfway listen, you know, mm-hmm. but she was so right because I didn't, I was w- carrying it physically, which a lot of us do yes. and not realizing that it was really a mental struggle mm-hmm. because I was carrying it in my body. So now, you know, you're not blood pressure medication and yep. weight gain and all this. I'm at my heaviest weight now, you know, from all the stress eating and all of this. And it's like, uh, that was a little bit more damaging than I realized at the time because I was carrying, I was carrying it. You know mm-hmm. the best I could, and doing the best I could with it. So I think people have to acknowledge that and realize that that's okay. You were in a fight against a giant, and they stepped on you a couple times. You mm-hmm. came out good. You won. You know, but that doesn't mean you didn't get hurt in the
0: battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's important too, as you know, you were talking. I was thinking about that camaraderie piece. Um, I, I, I'm about to go here. When women get to a certain level specifically black women, mm-hmm. I think we have a responsibility of making sure we look out for yes. other black women. Yes. And and I know some people feel like, well, you know, I had to earn my stripes. I had to fight to get mm-hmm. here. They mm-hmm. got to earn it like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that mentality is why so many women, um, you know, they'll get into certain positions and they'll look up to somebody like, oh, wow, she made it. You know, mm-hmm. she's a VP mm-hmm. of you know, whatever, she's a CFO, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's some aspi- someone I aspire to be, and when that sister doesn't always reach back or if she's very, right. like, <laughs> I had to work to get here, mm-hmm. honey, good luck to you, mm-hmm. that can just totally be crushing mm-hmm. for that, that person, like that maybe entry-level employee or right. whatever position they're at, right. you know. And so that that's important, too. Yeah. Like and I, and I know I get I get where some people come from. Like, look, I had Trust to fight and work. But I just I think it's important that yeah. we have that camaraderie. We yeah. got to look out for each other.
1: That's why it's so important for you to be healed in this space. Yes. When you climb up there, you got to make sure that you're you are in a healed place place Mm -hmm. because if you don't you won't trust people enough to even try to help them because Mm -hmm. sometimes folks you try to help will slice your hand off you know and so you've got to be in a space where you feel comfortable and confident and healed from everything that you are going through you know Mm -hmm. in order to be able to reach back to help somebody else because that is it's imperative And, and and let me just say this White women going to protect each other, baby. (laughs) You hear me? They are going to, I've seen it too many times. They will keep each other's secrets. They will make sure that each other get the promotion. I don't care if they're qualified or not. They, even if they don't like each other, I have watched this happen with my own two eyes. They will form a a, an alliance Mm -hmm. in order to get what it is that they want even if they don't like each other i have seen it happen okay and sometimes i think that's lacking with us and i think our trust issues run deep you know what i mean And, Mm -hmm. and we've gone through such trauma as a people that we haven't healed from that it's hard to trust folks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you, you know, got your head on a swivel at work all the time. You're looking over your mm-hmm. shoulder, and you know, you don't know what's going on with this one over here and that one over here. And so it makes it difficult, but we have to press through anyway. And that bond, I think, is so important because if you don't put it with your sisters, where are you taking it? Yeah. Are you taking it home? to your husband that's who didn't point. even do anything wrong and now you snapping at him uh-huh. are you taking it home to the kids typically yes yeah. and, sp- and and spilling that trauma out on them and snapping off and now people got to tiptoe around you at the house are you taking it to uh cupcakes and ice cream because that's why i took mine okay you're you're taking that somewhere if you're not putting it with your sisters and i mm. think putting it with your
0: sisters is a better Place. It's a healthier place, absolutely, because they understand it differently. Yes, it's a totally different understanding. And one other thing that came to mind too, as I was thinking about it, because I could see some women who might be hesitant because they're like, "Well, I don't want somebody to take my spot," right? Because you know, you think about them young Uckman come comers Sometimes mm-hmm. they come in, they eager. They, and you know, you do have some rock stars who come in there who, who shine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're good at what you do mm-hmm. and you're secure in who you are, mm-hmm. that that you shouldn't be threatened by that exactly you shouldn't be threatened by exactly. that if anything if you have a young woman who comes in she's shining she's doing her thing and she looks up to you that that just kind of confirms that you're doing a great job at what you do exactly. too right? exactly right so yeah and so i just had to put that out there because i know that comes up quite a bit too uh-huh. it's like why why is that there are not more looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's different things that come up. People are worried about competition. They're mm-hmm. worried about somebody else potentially taking their spot. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to survive corporate, mm-hmm. I think you can't survive it alone. No. You can't. You,
1: cannot, you, can. you have to have allies. You, you know what I mean? To. You have to have alliances. And it is it is because we deal with a very unique set of problems in the corporate space it is important for uh, your alliances to be with other black women you know and and i'm not gonna lie i -hmm. have had alliances with white women as well in Mm -hmm. corporate america who have looked out for me at times so those those are are important too but it's a different dynamic you know because she's kind of looking at this from the outside looking in yeah and saying well this is what i can do to help and that and that has been beneficial. Mm -hmm. I cannot take that away from those white women out there that have like, look, this is wrong, and I'm standing up for her. You Mm -hmm. know, that's important. But it's also important for you to have that shoulder to to cry on or for you you to have that sister that says hey girl watch out because Mm -hmm. this is the this is the case. You Mm -hmm. know, we gotta have it man. We gotta have
0: it. We can't do without it. We can't. Here's the thing though. I want to go back to, um, you know, something we talked about earlier, because sometimes our mentors who may have worked in that space, like maybe several years ago, or, you know, they they came up during a time where they were taught certain things, like, Mm -hmm. you have to do this, don't do that, don't Mm -hmm. speak up, don't do, you know, um, (laughs) because I'm just thinking of one in particular, right, who, you know, I I hate the work twice as hard, (laughs) you know, I hate that, because I think it's just, it just, it, it's a sure way to be burnt out. Right. And, and black women, we already have the weight of the world on mm-hmm. our shoulders sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, that was one of the things she told me, like, okay, now that you're at this level, you got to work twice wow. as hard. Make sure you do this. Make sure. And she was giving me all of this advice. And I know it was coming from a good place, but I also recognized it was coming from a different time. Yes. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like she was thinking in a way that I was like, okay, I can tell the advice you are giving Is from a a certain era, era. Mm -hmm. yep, a certain era that you had to work Mm -hmm. in. And so sometimes like, I wonder with that too, Mm -hmm. like we have to have on like a certain, like a filter, not filter, but you you get what I'm trying to say. Like even that you have to think about it too. Like, okay, we have to think about the advice we're giving to younger generations. Mm -hmm. Is that always helpful? Right. Or is it going to lead them to be burnt out in the the long run and then they're going to end up leaving? And. Absolutely. I totally
1: agree with that. And, you know, (laughs) they ain't gonna like this, but I'm gonna say it. (laughs) It makes me wonder, did you do your job then? If I have to come along and have the same struggle that you had
0: Mm. 20 years later,
1: did you really do your job? Because you were supposed to be kicking down this door. You know, we talked about that, right? If you're kicking down this door, I'm not, we still have a fight. I Mm. get it. But I'm not fighting to sit at the front of the bus anymore because they already did the work. Right, so that I can come along now and I got a different fight. Mm-hmm. Right, it's still a fight, but it's a different fight. So, why should you have to tell me? And I'm 20 years behind you, you have to tell me to work to do the same thing that you did, yeah? And that means we got an issue here, yeah? We, we have an issue because mm-hmm. you had to work twice as hard. What do I yeah. should I have to? And even if the narrative hasn't changed, and that's still the expectation. Is that what you should be telling me to do? Because did that work for you, sis? Yeah. it You worked twice as hard. How did that? How did that work out? Did it make you? How did it make you feel? How did it? <laughs> how did she that she affect your blood bone? pressure? Exactly. How did it <laughs> affect your cholesterol? How? How is your quality of life mm-hmm. from working twice as hard? So I think that we have to be careful in our mentoring, even now you and I are in a mentoring uh, space to some young women, and I have to be careful
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh the things that I tell them so I, that I don't speak from that unhealed place or I don't speak from a burned-out place or I don't speak from a place of the limitations that I had. Yes. You know
0: what I mean? Yes. Now, we'll, I will say part of it, too, though, at the end of the day, it's on corporate, too. It is. Cause, like you were pointing out, like if this still hasn't changed, right, and these women are still having to fight the same fight, uh-huh. then it, you know, who, who's really. Mm-hmm. responsible for making sure yep. that people have a different experience yep so if, if somebody is still advising like all right you got to work twice as hard do mm-hmm. this you know the goldilocks do this don't do that yep. then that means it has not evolved the way it needs to it evolve needs- either mm-hmm. so a part of me is like well you can't really get mad at the mentors right. for advising you to do some of these old school things right <laughs> that they had to do because, you know, corporate has not evolved the way it needs to. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all these different things, you yeah. know, like there's no real answer to any of this, mm-hmm. right? There's uh, a lot of different balls in It's it. it's, yeah. t- it's too much, mm-hmm. too many different factors. Mm-hmm. Like you got to think about that, the corporate environment. Then you're thinking about the people you work with. You're thinking about, um, you know, different stakeholders you work mm-hmm. with. So it's never going to be real, a real clear cut answer mm-hmm. on how to navigate it. 100% successfully without burning yourself out or mm-hmm. without having to be Goldilocks right but I mean it's something that we got to consider we got to talk about
1: it exactly yeah. we have to and then and then also you know even though the dynamic hasn't changed and there the story hasn't changed enough or should I say the circumstances and situations we can advise people to do things a little differently. yeah we can. Like, you know and so the generation coming behind me when I, I talk to them is from a completely different space mm-hmm. from what I did. I'm not telling them to do what I did because I need you to get to where I'm trying to be now. I need you to get there faster. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can. So I, I get that certain things, you know, haven't changed, but I don't off the cuff advise people to go to college. Mm, And I got multiple degrees, multiple degrees, but that's not always my straight out advice. Yeah. I find out what they want to do first. And then is there a different way? What's the quickest path for you to get to where you're trying to go? Because you don't necessarily have to do what I did. You know, because you want better results than what I have. You know what I'm saying? So that hasn't evolved either. For Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) for us to get out with these degrees and have to still work as though we don't have degrees, that should have evolved by now. It has not. And so now I take my responsibility to look at the generation behind me and say, okay, let's see something different. What can you do differently? You know, let's talk about entrepreneurship. Nobody was talking to us about that. No. No guidance counselors were talking to me no, about that. No, we were that. trained
0: to become workers. That's, That's it. What they, they train you to work in exactly. the workforce.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if nothing else, you know, I think we can teach them a different method, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to fight this, the problem. Yeah. You yeah. know?
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah, this is, it's, it's complicated. Very. It's really complicated because I'm just thinking through just going back to an earlier point, not everybody wants to work for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. We recognize that. And we do need folks in those corporate spaces. We need representation. We need diversity of thought. We need diverse Mm -hmm. backgrounds. I am a firm believer in that. So I think as we go through, I think the biggest thing that we have to take away from this conversation is that as we go through these corporate spaces for the folks who still work in them, or even the folks who do contractor work with mm-hmm. them, like I do, you mm-hmm. know, as a consultant, mm-hmm. is that we have to make sure we are putting mechanisms in place to look out for each other. If yes. nothing else, uh-huh. it's like, what are we doing to protect those who have reached a certain level? Mm-hmm. How are we going to make sure that they stay there and that their experience is actually? a good experience Mm -hmm. where they don't leave so jaded and tainted like Mm -hmm. corporate is the worst thing ever right Mm -hmm. and so i think it's up to us in some ways to make sure we're looking out for each other right absolutely i
1: totally agree with that and i think that um uh with that you also have to look out for yourself yes as well you have to stay in tune with your own mental health you Mm -hmm. have to learn how to leave things at work um you have to stop i said it earlier i'm gonna say it again who told you to keep on giving these people 150% mm-hmm. while the rest of the team is not doing that. You know, that's an internal thing. Yeah. That is something that working hard and going above and beyond, I feel like it's in our DNA. It is. And and sometimes you got to back up and just, you know, stay in tune with your star player, as Cat Williams said. <laughs> stay in tune with your MVP and realize when you're burned out, when you're stressed out, why you sitting up here with 180 hours of PTO? Who told you to do that,
0: girl? You don't use that PTO. Take
1: the time off. <laughs> go on vacation. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> stay in touch with yourself because it is an exhausting space to be in, and not everybody can just say, "Well, I'm walking away from a $200,000 job to go a year to go start this and then the other." Right. Not everybody wants
0: to. So if you're going to stay in that space, you gotta take care of yourself. Got you to. have to. Got to, and if nothing else, take you know you got to take care of yourself. That's number one, and then number two, make sure you're looking out for other folks mm-hmm. too in the process. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be key, um because I mean, u- ultimately, the corporate model, it's probably not going to change much. <laughs> like oh, you said, exactly. it, it's going to be like several generations after us. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, ha- I feel hopeful with Generation Z; they shaking stuff up a little mm-hmm. bit. I like them, mm-hmm. um but I think it's going to take several generations to be like okay. We have operated with a business first mindset for a long time. We need to switch to people first yes. mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but until they get to that point, they're <laughs> always going to have a, a, a certain type of culture. Yeah. And so it's uh-huh. up to us to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves because mm-hmm. they're going to look out for them. Mm-hmm. So you got to look out for you. You have
1: to. And you cannot be afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. And you cannot be afraid to be labeled. For speaking up, mm-hmm. you know, I, I one of the things that you said in your piece that just was like I resonated with it so much about if you're too nice, they won't take you seriously, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of times that's the um, that's how I come across—nice, friendly, bubbly. Mm-hmm. You saw how I came in here today. Hey, y'all, you you're know right. what's up? <laughs> that's just kind of who I am. And then people start not taking you seriously. You're right. Then when it's time for me to be serious with you, you feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen. To me in corporate America, yeah. oh, she not intimidating. She light skinned she friendly, she laughing, <laughs> she probably not that bright, but she'll do whatever we want. Uh, my 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 my, start rubbing my hands at that point because we are gonna see what happens. And and I get it, the label is on me mm-hmm. when you know when I do speak up for myself. Now I'm all I'm a troublemaker. I'm a problem, you know. A pro- I'm problematic. I'm not a team player. And okay, so yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be afraid to um to have that label on you because you're trying to advocate for your own mental health, your own well-being, your own raises, your own right to wear your hair how it grows out of your head. You know, mm-hmm. you these are things that we deserve. And so you have to remember that when you're in the fight and they label you negatively uh as a result of not wanting to play that game.
0: Yeah. And and you know what? I think that's Something that we need to address, too, is that not everybody wants to play the game, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I know quite a few women who have been like, no, I'm good on that promotion, because they know what's going to come next. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. know what the expectations are, Mm -hmm. and that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the women. (laughs) I'm just going to say, because I think that takes a certain level of bravery to say, you know what, I know I could be in this leadership position, mm-hmm. but I have to look out for myself mm-hmm. because I know what's going to come with it. I mm-hmm. know I'm going to be expected to have to always be on. I'm going to have to be a certain way, and mm-hmm. that's not true to who I am. And right. that's okay, too. And that's
1: okay. And that's okay, And sis. I'm going to take that L, you know, yeah. and because it's really a W for me, you know. And that that made me think about um, a while back with Tabitha Brown and mm. the, the food show that she was doing, and she only went one yes. season. And she came out with a video once and she said, if you don't want tab, don't work with tab. In other words, if you don't want me how I am, then don't work with me. So some stuff you're going to say no to. Some stuff you're going to turn down. Sometimes they're going to turn you down. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder about that with the Goldilocks, uh, if some of the women who have made it to the top of that corporate ladder have done it. On merit and fighting alone and not playing a game and just saying you gonna take me like I am or or just go somewhere else. Yeah, you know, um, because I I do believe sometimes um, they won't want you bad enough. They'll do what it takes. Yes.
0: Oh, when you got the talent and the skill set mm-hmm. and you're you're what some corporate organizations would consider a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll they'll make a way for it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I think it's absolutely possible to make it being your true authentic self Mm -hmm. without having to compromise your values and who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a little bit harder for black women to Mm -hmm. do it because I mean, white men are celebrated for it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh yes, he's, he, he, he is assertive. He's aggressive. He's, (laughs) (laughs) you know, look at him. He's a real go getter, you know, (laughs) go getter. Uh, But black women, I mean, we know the labels that can come Uh with shaking stuff up, being disruptors. So, I'm sure it's a few out there. I think mm-hmm. it's just a harder path. Absolutely. Like if we do come with a more disruptive style, I think it's harder for corporate to accept. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it's insulting. Man, it's so insulting that I would be asked not
1: to be myself. Right. But you do want the work that myself produces. Like I don't know if if corporate is making that connection. Yeah. You're asking me not to right. be this But that is the version of me that is the producer. That is the version, the assertive me, the one that speaks up, the one that says this is not right in this contract. We need to do it this way. We're going to do it that. That version of me is the one that gets stuff done, not this watered-down version that you have created in your mind. So if you want the work done, why can't you just let me be myself to Mm. do
0: it? It's, it's insane. I know. <laughs> and that's that's where a lot of my work comes here, right? That's what I try to explain to folks. And that's what I try to do. Uh, I try to open people's eyes up, mm-hmm. up to that. Like, hey, if you want people to really excel up in here, mm-hmm. if you want them to really flourish, we talk about belonging, you know, you've got to create a space yes. where they can actually show up and feel like, all right, I, I'm accepted here as who right. I am. Right. Where they don't have to code switch. They don't have to conform. Right. They don't have to, like, do all these different Goldilocks things. And <laughs> you don't have to have to keep going back and forth between, okay, let me do this. Let me do Okay, let me amp right. this up. Let me tone it down. You right. know, you got to give people that space to be able to do that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's mandatory. And, yeah. and if you don't, I mean, I feel like they're going to start to see the consequences of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're not going anywhere. No. That's what I need them to get. We're here. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And, yeah. and our existence in and of itself, after
0: so much struggle, says a lot. Yeah, so. Oof, come on, that's a different episode for, huh. that day. We for need a to, different day. We need to do that one day. <laughs> 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 we still here, yes. still we rise. Yep. But yeah, like, I know for me, for the black women who are in corporate America, and specifically the black women who are maybe in positions where you might be one of the only ones on the team or mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the room, just know that we see you, yeah, and we we sense. know what you got to go through, <laughs> and and that's why we talk about Goldilocks' dilemma, um, and and we want you to know that, you know, it's okay to find that sisterhood somewhere, yes. find find it, find that support, uh, because they do need you, they yeah. need you in that room,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely, and they see your value, like I said before, they see your worth, they just hope that you don't see yes. your own worth, so don't ever forget your worth, and just know that. You know, the work you're doing is important. The work being done in corporate allows entrepreneurs to be able to do some of the work that we do in absolutely. our spaces. So yeah, Absolutely. Um, y'all some of up, my best sis. clients. you yes. the highest paying. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you to the corporate. Thank you, sis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, corporate America. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, this has been a great discussion. I enjoyed this. So absolutely. Fun. Me too. Y'all stay up. We got more to come. More to come. Stay up, y'all.